Welcome to Value Through Vulnerability. This is a podcast dedicated to putting the human back into humanity, and I'm your host, Gary Turner. I'm also the founder of HexoChange, and HexoChange is a transformational change practice dedicated to helping you connect to yourself, to others, and to systems at large in a more meaningful way, thus helping us turn around our workplace and planetary challenges and accelerating how alive we all feel in every aspect of our lives. This track is called Kaleidoscope and was created for me personally and for HexoChange by Peter Griffiths, one half of the amazing Mind Takeaway. I hope you enjoy this exploration and please do share it on your social platforms so we can bring more humanity to more people. Hope to speak to you soon. Welcome to Value Through Vulnerability. This is a podcast dedicated to putting the human back into humanity. And I'm really grateful to be joined by Human's first founder, Mike Picanti, who is my co-conspirator on this wonderful podcast. And we have got quite generally, Mike, I would say, an awesome human being. I think you'd agree today. Absolutely. In the incredible Julie Turney. And we don't say that lightly, Julie. So Julie is a people champion. She's also the podcast host of her own podcast called HR Sound Off. She's also leads Disrupt HR Caribbean, passionate about people first cultures. And this is the important one, listeners. Please go out to Publishizer right now because Julie is in the process of writing a book called Confessions of a HR Pro. So I'm going to be signing up and I hope that you do too. Welcome to the podcast, Julie. Oh, thank you for having me. I am so excited to be here and talk to you both, Mike and Gary. I admire you so much. So thank you for trusting me with your your sound and your voice and to have this conversation with you. Well, I think it's fair to say it's all gonna, the joy is going to be all, about, all ours, Julie, because I followed, <laughs> we've been connected for some time now and it's only been yeah. right recently we actually had a proper conversation. And I was just blown away by your clarity your hope your drive and your vision and I'd love for you to share with our listeners today a little bit of how did you get to where you are right now in sort of like less than five minutes just for fun (laughs) thank you so much I don't know that I can do it in less than five minutes but I'm gonna try I'm gonna try I promise um (laughs) it's been a journey like I think life is a journey and it's about how you take the the humps and bumps and I've had a lot of those you know but I've just gotten to this point by accepting the things that I can't change and by just embracing whatever has happened to me as moments of growth opportunities to learn and 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 develop myself um so with the good the bad and the indifference here i am and this is me and i'm okay with me i love me that's all right I've, I've never had a whole 40 minutes of podcast condensed into two minutes before really like what, what a lesson <laughs> so would you mind just unpicking just a little bit of it for us as, mm-hmm. as, as much as you're willing it's value through yes. vulnerability but as much as you're mm-hmm. comfortable what have some of those key pivot points or learnings been for you that's brought you to being this incredible leader of all those different uh, things that I introduced you with so for me it's about um learning through failure it's about embracing it and there was a time in my life when I didn't when I thought that failure was something terrible Um, it's about the experiences that I've had that were bad and I've just recognized that 
that's not who I want to be. And I want to be the opposite of those people that I've encountered who have um, caused me pain at some point in time in my life. And recognizing through that what I have to offer people is, is bigger than restricting myself to one company and working for that company for the rest of my life. But just knowing that every single person that I touch, um, no matter where I am, no matter who they are, that I have something valuable to offer that is going to change someone's life, that the words that I speak in any moment will either make someone feel like they are valid, that they're valuable, or that I could crush someone with my words as well. And just choosing to be the opposite of the things that I know that I experienced in my life that I didn't like, that hurt me. What's coming up for you, Mike? Well, <laughs> just, just the invitation to, you know, for everybody listening to, to, to connect to that, to yeah. actually dive in on that, because it's, it's very true and genuine and, and, Honestly, I believe it's very understated, Julie, because that is how you show up. And, and when you give that brief introduction in your ultra humble manner that you did, <laughs> I don't want the listeners to miss how large that actually is, because you live in that and you offer that to those that you engage with every day. And, and just to put that into context of even another thing that you shared is about being able to focus on the things you can change, you know, with the acceptance of the things you can't. Yeah. And then I look at what you're taking on. <laughs> like, those are yeah. things that a lot of people would say, well, we can't change that. And you're just going, yeah, that's in my to change bucket. Um, and so there's, <laughs> there's this strength and boldness that, that, that you exude, mm -hmm. yet you do it in such a kind and humble way. And, and I think that people miss the paradox of that true strength mm -hmm. um, and the mindset it takes to be in that I can change big things. I can do it with my inner strength and not, you know, a, a bullhorn and a whip. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I think that a lot of that comes from just, there was a time when I wasn't comfortable with myself. And just being in that space now where I recognize that I'm, I am a beautiful person, I do have a lot to offer. And, you know, I've developed a saying recently, which is, I am not for everyone and everyone is not for me. And that is okay. And with that, I'm able to pretty much exist, you know, based on the fact that some people are going to like what I have to say. Some people aren't going to like what I have to say. Some people are going to like what I do. Some people aren't going to like what I do. And, and working in the human resources profession, where a lot of people lead with policy, hide behind policy, hide behind leadership, hide behind 
legislation instead of focusing on people and and whatever is causing them pain and finding a way to ease their pain instead of leading with empathy which is the thing that I choose to do a lot of people don't like that um, but a lot of people are recognizing especially in this particular season where we're dealing with a pandemic that a lot of us have never lived through before we're living through such uncertainty um, a lot of people are recognizing the importance of leading with heart and that it is important to do that now whereas that's something we all three of us have been doing for a very long time um, but I'm glad that people are recognizing that now and I just want to be able to show up every single time for for whoever I'm working with whoever comes into into my space as someone who is willing to listen and empathize and help where I can and it shows up so much when when you think of you know what's the certification program that gets people into that right to get them focused mm -hmm. on those right things and and I, and I love how you bring that into your teaching, right? So you give voice to that through your podcast. Mm -hmm. And I imagine that's where the book is focused also. And yeah. Uh, oh, this book. So <laughs> this book has been in my head and my heart for a very long time. Again, as I said before, I live a, I live a lot of what I, what I do and what I experience as a result of things that happened to me that I didn't like and just knowing that I wanted to be the opposite of that and so when I decided to write this book I didn't have a title at all I just knew I needed to share with people especially in the HR profession that as they go through various situations good bad or indifferent um, where you feel that you're alone you're not alone there are a lot of us who go through a lot of things, whether it's as it relates to having a good or a bad boss, whether it relates to, you know, giving people the best experience you could possibly give them from end to end, from being, um, from hiring them to bringing them through the organization and, and watching them develop and grow and the strength and the joy you can get from that um, to, you know, diversity and inclusion and why it's important to understand that, you know, we want to hire the best people for the job, no matter who they are, no matter what they look like, no matter where they come from, no matter what their beliefs are. Um, and the challenges that I experienced, as a matter of fact, when I wrote that, I, I had this conversation with someone two days ago, when I wrote my cha the chapter on diversity and inclusion, I actually cried the entire chapter for the entire chapter, I cried because I chose to talk about diversity and inclusion from the perspective of my mother and my grandmother and what they experienced being members of the Windrush generation moving from Barbados to the UK and their experience in the job, on the job, um, while they were in that particular moment as you know, black women trying to, you know, provide for their families and listening to their stories as I grew up um, and being able to now put that in a book was very painful for me. And so I've gone through a lot of emotions as I wrote this book, but I chose also not to write this book alone. I actually have 
um, 12 people who actually um, trusted me with their words, with their voice, and, and added a couple things to the chapter, to the book as well. Um, and I really appreciate them so much for trusting me with their voice. And again, I think a lot of people come from a space of where we exist the way we do now, because we don't want to live our lives with the hurt that people have passed through us. There's a point where you say to yourself, okay, I don't want to live my life in regret and I don't want to live my life with anger at the things that people have done to me. So there's a point where I say, I gotta, you got to let it go mm-hmm. in order to be able to give and in order to be able to be your best self. You can't hold on to this anger and grief and pain. How do you channel it? And I chose to channel a lot of it in my book. Um, the experiences that I've had on the job, terminating people that I don't feel deserve to be terminated. Um, but I didn't have the power that I, that I have now to say, okay, no, this is wrong. I will not do this. And, you know, listening to experiencing employees with mental health issues, um, how it felt when I experienced my first employee committing suicide. And these are the things that I talk about in this book because it's not a textbook. This is a life that I am living with the experiences that people are entrusting me with their lives. And as an HR professional, I'm not just about the policy, I'm not just about the legislation, but I am 110% about the people and what they're going through as they come to work every single day, trying to separate their human to do a job when they shouldn't have to do that. That's what I'm talking about in this book. And for me as an HR professional, recognizing that the people experience is 100% crucial to the success of any business and any company that right now is ignoring the people experience in this particular time and season, I'm sorry. I can't wish you success when you're not caring about your people. I can't do that. And I want people to know that as HR professionals, there are a lot of us out there who care about the people and we're not just about the work. We're not just about the policy. We're not just about the legislation. But what happens behind closed doors when we are fighting for you when you don't think that we are? You know, the blood, the sweat, the tears, the pain that we go through. I wanted to share that with people so that they could understand what being human really means and that there are people like me who are in this profession because we genuinely care and we love people and we want what's best for them. That's what this book is about. So, so powerful, Julian. Thank you for, sorry to hear about that experience uh, mm-hmm. that, that you just, that I, I can only imagine. But I just think it just, again, it's how I experience you. The bravery, the humility, you are a role model of what you want to see in the world. And I think I'd really invite us, me, Mike, all of us listening to this conversation. What is that version of you, if I may invite you just to think about, what's the version of you that you would love to espouse in the world? but for whatever reason you tell yourself that you can't right now. Like what is actually getting in the way? Because what I'd love to, to, 
Well, let's come back to the book shortly, Julie, but you spoke earlier about the importance of empathy. Mm-hmm. And you said that can be difficult for people. And I'm wondering, in your experience, what, wh- why is it sometimes difficult for people to deal with others when they are being empathetic, in your experience? So for a lot of people, I think it's about their mindset. I think it's also about your culture and your background. So how, how you were raised has a lot to do with how you show up in this in any particular moment but I think that there are a lot of people who are followers and they're not leaders there are a lot of people who are not individualistic so instead of you thinking about how you should show up to someone in a particular moment you let's say Mike and I feel a certain way about a situation that's happening and you may feel differently about it, but because Mike and I feel so strongly about it and we're all in agreement, you, you decide not to tell us how you feel. And I think a lot of people do that when they're making decisions, when they're interacting with people. If the crowd says, no, we're not going to do this, instead of you saying, no, this is wrong, you cower and you go with the flow because you don't want to rock the boat. I think a lot of people are, are like that. Um, but I also think that if you shift that mindset and recognize what could happen if I did rock the boat, what would happen if I did say, yeah, this isn't right, you know, and I give my reasons and they make sense, then you could shift Mike and I to your side very easily through a conversation. But then we have fear and all those other negative feelings that stop us from doing and saying the things that we want to do and say. That's what I think it is. Does that make sense? <laughs> oh, it makes a lot of sense. And fear is such a driver to that, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and oftentimes it's not even fear of harm, it's fear of rejection. Yeah. Um, it's fear of insignificance because I wasn't able to change your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, when you say get up and rock the boat, I, you know, I, that, that okay, Gary laughs a little bit because he knows that my advice to everybody would be stand up and get ready to go for a swim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's required. Yes. Um, I, I believe that's our, that's our gift to offer. Mm-hmm. Um, is is not to be along for the ride but either either paddle or or change direction and and that's really what we're what we're looking at doing Mm -hmm. and you do that so well by when you say mindset julie i you know i hear you say focus on the things that are most important and you talked about you know it's not just compliance it's not just rules and regulations and all the things that are requirements of the role of HR. However, how often does legislation come through that needs to disrupt everything? Mm-hmm. Occasionally, or you know, not that, um, not frequently yeah. enough to have that be the focus. So once that's in place, where does where does the mindset go? Where where does the attention go? And I love how you put that 
Now let's help people be the best version of themselves. Mm -hmm. And even a definition around that can be hard, right? Because people haven't been asked to do that before. Mm -hmm. I mean the best version of me. Well, you have to get up and rock it. What are you thinking? How are you showing up? Are you truly present, expressing with confidence that your voice matters? Yeah. And that it's, it's such a clear state to achieve. It's such a long journey to get there. It is. I appreciate your strength in creating that path and the invitation for those to walk along your side. Yes. Thank you. It's, everything is oh, a day-by-day basis. I think if you live your life day-by-day day, instead of looking at, you know, all the other things, the next day, two months from now, now a month from now, sometimes that can add to your anxiety and you know if you do it one day at a time at least you're biting off what you can chew in that particular moment I think that makes life a whole lot easier than trying to bite off two months from now in one chunk it's impossible can't do it you'll drive yourself crazy do you feel supported or resisted as you go along those changes bit of both but more supported than resisted now um i felt resisted a lot in the initial stages of my journey uh, and i feel that's because when you surround yourself with the wrong people then it can shift you tremendously and i think like there was a very big part of me that when i started disrupt HR and I I there was a very big part of me that was like why are you gonna do this there are so many other people who are better than you who are really great planners who are more well you know who are well known um, to the community you are a nobody what makes you think you can do this and pull this off and then there was the other side of me that was saying well why not me like why not me I have this amazing platform that I want to share with people. And I think interacting with the two people who really helped me get this off the ground, Katrina Collier, because she does the one in the UK, uh, and an amazing lady and an amazing giver, very strong woman, uh, and Jennifer McClure for putting this out there along with Steve Brown. And meeting both of them and talking to both of them and saying this is my vision I want to bring this to the Caribbean I feel like they need to experience this voices need to be heard you know you go to conferences and you hear the same almost like you hear the same people over and over again and you're like but I want to hear someone different something different and I think Disrupt HR gives people that opportunity because it's five minutes who wouldn't take a chance to say something for five minutes whether it be good bad or indifferent you just say something for five minutes versus having a 30 40 minute segment on a conference 60 minute segment on a conference where you're nervous um, five minutes on a stage to say something that's disruptive about the way we work about innovation about culture you know and how we can inspire the workplace I think is what we need in the Caribbean and that's what I said to Katrina and Jennifer and they were like okay we're gonna help you make this happen and the more I 
talk to people into my first interaction with Gary and we were talking about all the things that we were both doing and, and humans first and my first impression of humans first and all of the people in that community just like welcoming me in that first segment and the, the love that I felt the acceptance that I felt in that moment and then the same thing when I reach out to certain to HR professionals on LinkedIn and just learning getting to know them and being intentional with the fact that I wanted to get to know my HR community better and the people that I've interacted with since then the support that I feel now I know I can it's, it's not that I can't do anything but I'm going to do the best that I can in the most intentional way that I can that is going to impact people's lives. And I do have a right to do it. And I, and I own that now because I didn't own that before, but I own it now today in this particular moment because I feel more supported than I feel restricted or than I feel like I'm not worthy of it. Tell you what, like I, I, my whole body is going tingle, 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 tingle. Like th- 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 there's three things, Julie. Honestly, I, I just want to share really quickly. One is mm-hmm. just thank you for showing up so fully. Like we've got the privilege of seeing your energy and how your body's moving as you're explaining what this means to you. Like it's it's electrifying. That's why I said my body's literally responding <laughs> to you. Second thing, Katrina Collier, thank you. You are an incredible mm-hmm. human being. She joined me back on episode 65 of this podcast mm-hmm. and is equally vulnerable as you. So I can see why you two get on so well and as yeah, courageous she's as you. Am- she's amazing. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. I love her to death. <laughs> and, and I think the last thing I'd just like to mention before we, before we go forward is a couple of times in different ways, you've spoken to the power of community. Mm-hmm. Whether it's the humans first community, whether it's the disrupt HR community, whether it's your wider HR community. And I just love the invitation you're giving every single one of us. If you're feeling trapped or low self-worth or a bit afraid, get out of that spot you're in right now. Mm-hmm. Because there's going to be someone outside of that immediate spot that will be willing to help you and support Absolutely. you. And I just come up so clearly for me just then. Mm-hmm. Community is everything. And, and I wish I'd known that before, but I'm glad that I know it now. And I'm, that's what I'm sharing with, with people. In the, actually, yesterday I had a call with another beautiful lady um, out of New York, Laura Mazzullo. And she, um, we were talking for the very first time. And I said to her, she said she was feeling very lonely as a result of COVID-19. She's a she lives in originally from Connecticut but she had moved to New York working and living in New York but she said when COVID-19 hit she moved back home with her parents but she's feeling very lonely as a result of not being able to have that face-to-face interaction with people but she was enjoying having Zoom calls with people and I said to her yesterday only yesterday there's an amazing community that I want you to know I want you to reach out to And I gave her the link to the Humans First Club. And I said, take your pick, whatever day, whatever time suits you. But I promise you, after your first call with the Humans First community, you will not feel alone anymore. I promise you that. And she said to me, Julie, I'm definitely going to 
reach out and connect with humans first, I said, please do. Don't for one second think you're, there's no judgment. There's no, there's nothing but acceptance and an embracing or I can't, for lack of a better word, I can't describe it any other way, but there's that moment where you feel so connected to people you've never met before who take the moment to listen to you. And can I share an, an experience that I had last week on, on the Human First Call? So last week, I was in the worst place I could, one of the worst places I could possibly be. I had a weekend of angst um, because being the empath that I am, um, there was a situation that happened here locally in Barbados where a 17-year-old girl committed suicide. And that's very few and far between, but it gutted me because I have children. And one of my, my sons is 17. And it just put me in that space of, my gosh, like, I'm always checking in with my children and maybe a bit too much. If, if you ask them, they'd probably say a bit too much. But I just know that in that teenage space, in, that, in your teenage years, it's very easily for you to drift away from your parents and that connection you have with your parents between the ages of one and maybe 12. And when you hit your teenage years and you start to get friends and different things are happening to you, it's very easy if you're not connected to your parents to disconnect even further and not tell them what's going on. And I just thought about what was happening in her life in that moment that she felt like the only way out was to end her life. And then I woke up on that Sunday morning and I saw um, on LinkedIn that Christy Bonner had, had ended her life someone who I also follow who um, talks a lot about the employee experience and why it's important for, for us to recognize that candidates are human beings and we can't just treat them like collateral, but that people have lives and they wanna work um, and we need to treat them right in that experience when we're hiring them. And that this lady who gave so much to so many people across that platform felt that she couldn't exist anymore, that she just didn't wanna be around anymore and that the world was better off without her when she gave so much. And so on Monday morning, when I entered the Humans First Call, I was late, I was 20 minutes late. And the session was already in, in, in swing. Everyone was in their breakout rooms. And I said to the host at that time, I'm here because I know I need to be here, but I cannot speak today. And, and I don't even know that I'm gonna turn on my camera. And they said, Julie, that's okay. Do you wanna go in a breakout room and listen to what's happening? They gave me the gist of what was happening. And I said, sure, I'll go in a breakout room. And I went in a breakout room and I um, was, I told the, the people in the room at the time, listen, I really not in that space today, can't do this, but I know I need to be here. I just wanna listen to what's going on. Came back out to, everyone came together. And then we ended up in breakout rooms again. And I ended up with four people. That's not the same four people that I was with the first time. And everyone started talking. And for some reason, I don't, I can't remember who, when, why, but in that particular moment, 
it was probably Chris, you know, and <laughs> I turned on my camera and I said, and I started to talk about why I was feeling the way I was feeling. And the level of love that I got in that moment cannot be replaced. I will always remember how I felt in that moment going from, I know I needed to join this call, being 20 minutes late, not being able to say anything, not being able to even turn on my camera to them being able to turn on my camera and say something. That's what humans first will do for you every single time. And the, the fact that I was able to share that with someone who I met for the first time yesterday, probably, yes, we followed each other across various platforms, but yesterday was the first time that we actually spoke to each other and being able to share with her this community is I feel blessed that I had that opportunity yesterday and I every time I enter a human's first call I feel blessed it's like that thing when I first started I was like I just want to join let me see what this is all about to now it's in my my calendar I tell nobody call me between 7 and 8 a.m I am on that call every Monday going forward for the last three months straight, I haven't missed a beat. And I thank you, Mike. I thank you, Gary, for that. And that I have the opportunity now to share that with other people. I thank you for that. I can tell you now, Julie, that Mike is welling up Without a doubt, which is why he's not saying anything, <laughs> and, and rightly, because like it, it, it is a powerful community. But I also want to recognise you. You're every single time, Julie, you spin something to be about somebody else. Even when you're selling, even when you're telling us about the, the benefits <laughs> and how it helped you, like you're promoting others. And I just think it's just one of the most. And thank you for that. You know, Mike has done has, has created an incredible thing, and I don't want to let that. Mm acknowledgement go absolutely and, and every person that shows up every week is part of that regenerative energy that people experience that you experience that i experience mm -hmm. but this podcast is about you yeah, so is. i want to acknowledge actually just quite how profoundly hit i am by how you can share such a deeply impactful experience for you and you still turn it around to be about somebody else and i just think that is that is role modeling beyond probably many people that I've experienced that that is love-based leadership right there thank you yeah thank you absolutely you know and it started from the first stories that you were sharing when you were talking about you know sharing the stories of your 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 mother and your grandmother right and in, in the mm -hmm. book and when you take those deep personal experiences and you just bring it into flow so naturally um, it really, I mean, it, that in itself, Julie, is a true teaching for all of us to, for me, I should say, it's a true teaching for me to really pay attention to that. What a, what a beautiful way to step into each day. Mm -hmm. Um, and you use the word share and I, 
when you were talking about your experience on the Monday morning and, and getting to a point where you, you know, wanted to turn on your camera and share. And then as you speak about bringing other people in and you do put the focus on other people so quickly, you have that sharing spirit that's just amazing. And, um, and I think there probably couldn't be a better way to state even what Humans First is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the things that I've said always is it's not to be owned, it's to be shared. And just how you embrace that and, and live that and share that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I have a lot to learn from you. And this is, this is wonderful um, how you express, how you let it flow how you bring yourself fully into each story. Um, it's beautiful. Um, thank you. There's one thing I say a lot, like especially now when I have speaking engagements is that I love to tell stories. And there was a time when I thought like, when I go to talk to someone or share an experience, I go, like, how can I put this in a way that people can really understand it? But it's what I lived. And so it comes very naturally for me to, to share a story. I, I always, even when I'm talking to um, staff and I say, you know, I'm a storyteller, I always got a story to tell, whether it's about my children um, or about my assistant, Kiana, because she is one of the truest blessings in my life ever. Um, and I share a lot of stories about about how Kiana shows up because she teaches me a lot about how to show up as a human being and um, I'm always recognizing the importance of sharing those stories and sharing those experiences because I think that it's important to know I didn't get here on my own there were people who came into my life whether it be for a season or they've been there permanently uh, or they've just passed through in a moment, there's always someone who has passed through my life and impacted me in such a way that it's made me who I am today, whether it be good, bad, or indifferent that they've caused me. I am here today because of all of those people who have passed through my life or are still in my life. And there you have it, everyone. That is gratitude. That is maybe the best definition of gratitude that I've heard in a very, very long time. Perfect. It, it is perfect. And, and I'm really conscious of, like, this is, I say it a lot, Julie, but I really mean it. Like, I wish we had, like, three times as much time again. Um, and I would like to get you back on, but I'd like to use the last few minutes we spare together. Tell us a little bit more about if someone, like, if you're listening to this conversation, thank you so much for joining us. But how, 
why would you not go and subscribe for a pre-order of Confessions of a HR Pro after listening to this conversation? <laughs> e- email me directly at gary at garyturner.life to give me your excuse and I'll come and find you. No, I'm only joking. I'm, I'm actually only joking. But Julie, do, do, do tell us, for, for someone that wants to find out a little bit more of the context behind the book, they've learned a lot about you today. Mm-hmm. Where can you direct mm-hmm. them to? What's the URL? You know, how can they find out a bit more about you personally to try and try and get hold of this book? So I am on all social media platforms as I am Julie Turney. So I am Julie Turney. Um, and I share on each of those, particularly LinkedIn and Instagram, a lot about I'm now starting to promote um, little pieces of the book and why I wrote it and what, it, what people are going to get when they read it. Uh, but the book is, I, my pre-order campaign is on publishizer.com. There is a brief video on there with me talking about the book and why I wrote it, uh, along with a little write-up. And there are some bonuses that are being offered in the pre-order campaign. So if you buy more than one, but all of the books that you, if you order now and you are within that pre-order bundle number of people that I'm trying to get, I am going to sign every copy of those books before you get them. And then I do have some bonuses where if you order like four or more, um, you have an opportunity to join me on my podcast or you'll have an opportunity to join me at a Disrupt HR. Um, so there are some bonuses that are happening right there. I'm happy to speak at any event that you have going on and you want to talk about the book some more. Um, I'm happy to read a chapter, anything like that. So those are the things that I have going on right now but in in totality it's the book that I wish I had when I first entered the profession it's the book that I'm glad that I have now um, as I continue to exist in the, in the profession and and enter my next iteration of of my role as a, as a people champion so I don't think that I, I would love to see that change from human resources to people experience I think that that's important and that's what we're trying to drive um, experiences and good experiences for people as they go in and out of organizations and, and that's what I'm that's where I'm looking to focus going forward and I also am at the stage where I recognize the importance of helping HR professionals we're very not prideful well some of us are prideful but for a lot of us because we're so busy helping others we don't take the time to help ourselves or we don't take the time to reach out to recognize that we need support and it can be very consuming of itself as a role with the things that we take on and experience on a daily basis. And I just want to let people in HR know that I'm here for you. I have the space and I'm willing to make it for you. Wow. Stunning invitation. Julie, I'll make sure that all of your contact details are in the show notes as well as the Publishizer link. For those sure. of you who are listening to this conversation, we really hope you join us from next Monday, which will be Monday the 14th of September. That means there's a full run of five or six working days before the campaign, first part of the campaign closes on the 20th of September. So please listen in, go to the Publicizer link, register your copy, get more of this woman in your world because you'll be better for it. I think that's very, very sure to me. So Mike, anything else from you before we uh, let this lovely human being disappear? Oh, I just really enjoyed this so much. And, you know, you talked about speaking, Julie, and I can't wait to see you in person um, in that in that giving way. Um, and then also, because I've 
got a chance to experience this is, you know, bring Julie in because her smile alone will absolutely light up the room. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you've been amazing, Julie. Thanks Thank for your time. You. Could, could we maybe just Thank a fine a final thought from you? If we've got HR pros or just other people that have joined us throughout the whole conversation, what would just the final reflection or an invitation be from you to those that are listening just as we disappear today? I would say give with all of your heart to every single person. You don't know what people are going through. Uh, when you think about the situations that are existing in your organization and you have leaders who are complaining for your people, question it from the side of, are they really getting the best out of those people? And if not, why? And how can they do that? How can you coach them to do that? I want people to come from a coaching standpoint of helping to get the best out of people every time. There are some people, yes, that may very well deserve to go through the door who don't want to try, who don't care. But 99% of the time, people really do want to be good. They do want to enjoy what they do. And I just want to challenge us as HR professionals to lead with heart, always believe that people are coming from the best side of, of themselves and just do your best to bring out the best in people that you can. Mic drop. Thank you, Julie. Boom. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> thank you, Mike. <laughs> thank you, Julie. And thank you so much for joining us in this conversation. Have a great day, one and all, wherever you are in the world. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs> Hi there, your podcast host Gary Turner here, just reflecting on what was truly a sensational conversation with Julie Turney. I've had a couple of conversations with Julie in recent months, but, but this is one of the beautiful things about this medium, is the ability to truly learn about other incredible human Really hoping that you enjoyed that exploration on the Value Through Vulnerability podcast. You can find out much more about HexoChange at hexochangenow.com. That's H-E-X-O-Change-Now, one word, dot com. You can subscribe to a weekly newsletter at that website, which includes information about live stream conversations, further service offerings, blogs, but also our in-person events, of which we have multiple each year. So I really hope that you'll join us. Do connect with me, Gary Turner, on LinkedIn, and I really hope to hear from you soon.